Voices of the Streets, bringing you people's struggles, a podcast published by the Alternative Information and Development Centre. Episode 6, Struggle in the City of Cape Town, Part 1. On Saturday, the 1st of February 2020, the South African Municipal Workers Union, SAMWU, organized a march to protest against job creation and employment practices of the city of Cape Town. About 500 people marched to Civic Center to demand permanent jobs. We were at the march recording their statements. In this episode, people spoke to us about the issues that they face in their daily lives. They explained how they survive and why it is important that their daily struggles are forcing them to take to the streets. In the two episodes to follow, people will further explain their problems with the practices of the city of Cape Town and how they are taking action, how they are taking their struggles forward and what they demand from the city. We will hear more about the issues the March aimed to raise and how it brought these forward. For now, here are people's stories telling us about their daily lives. Must still pay a bond, must pay rent, I must pay. Where's the water and the electricity? Where's those things? For most of us, most of us are in the same boat. Where can you live with a 120? If I buy a bread, a bread bread is 15 rand. So 120 minus a 15 rand every single day. How hard is that? And they don't understand our struggle. Just buy food. We're working for food. And traveling, yeah. And traveling as well. Yeah. Too much. Even in Kalicha, you don't have trains. Yeah. You must use buses and taxis. You must pay every day. With that, 2000 per month. You see? And you must pay the landlord also. The landlord, you're paying rent. Electricity. Yeah. Hey. What do you have for your You have nothing. We must buy electricity every month, maybe 400, 300. Everybody needs an income. Everybody has houses, places to pay, shops to buy anything. They can't even buy anything. I can't even buy anything for my kids, for the school. And and he's on high school. The boys' clothes is a lot of money. And this 120 is not enough. For a fortnight, you get 1,200 rand. Huh? You have to pay your bond. Um, they that you love, you have to buy food and you have to travel. Um, get travel. The money is up already. You didn't even buy anything from that money. The money is up. It's up. It's so we can't, we can't take it anymore. We just want a permanent job here at the city of Cape Town. Stable, stable income. Where you know if you get 7,000 a month, that is a stable income you're going to work every month and you're going to budget every month for a stable income. At the moment my husband is driving taxi and that is only two to three days a week. It's not enough for a living because there's two kids, rent must be paid, food must be paid, school fees, everything. At the moment it's very hard because there's no other income unless you have to go and ask and beg for someone for a casual job. My wife has got two children, so she only gets 800 rand per month. But if I get a job from the city of council, I only get 
one month or two months job. That's all. That's basically, that's what we can do. But what we can do with three months uh, wages? Nothing. Nothing. Like it's difficult. How can you work for six months and stay at home? You are raising kids, you are paying rent, all of that stuff, you see? So it's very difficult. You see, I've got only six months contract on June. My contract is going to get end. And then what, 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 what I'm going to do? You can't even buy yourself a shoes. You! If you can't pay, you must go to shop right and buy food. That's all. How can you work for food? Grandma's also there. Grandma can do nothing. Must work for grandma also. Yeah. You have to make loans and then repay those loans with interest. <laughs> then you end up with nothing at the end of the month. I can't ensure my children's future. I have to work for them. I'm the reason that they are there, so I'm going to provide for them, you see. And now who's going to help me from day to day? You see, if I don't make a plan to get up and then I won't eat something for the day. So as from me, my side, I must get up to, to ensure that I have something to eat for my children to have something to eat. Even though I'm going to go do whatever, but I'm going to help this one, I'm going to work there, I'm going to... I mean, I don't see myself staying at home. I, I always want to work, and the work I do is dangerous for other people as well. We have heard about some of the struggles people face just in order to survive and secure access to basic necessities for themselves and their families. We have heard how people are ready and willing to work. We have heard that people are not asking for a lot. All they want is a stable and secure existence. It is clear why people are prepared to fight. However, as terrible as the situation is, people's problems do not end here. Unemployment is a huge problem in these communities. As the next speaker explains, such issues are also the cause of other social ills that further impact their communities. The cost of living is very high, and as an individual, you need a lot of things. Firstly, your essentials, your toiletries, you need to put food on your table. Without those, how are you going to live? And if jobs, if there's no jobs, at the end of the day, that's why crime and violence is always at the high. Because there aren't jobs for people, so automatically we're going to switch. Oh, I'm going to take your phone and I'm going to sell for two, three hundred bucks. At the end of the day, other individuals get hurt and crime and violence just goes like that. Which is not fair. Once jobs are provided, unemployment, poverty and crime take a decrease. And, th and that would, if it should happen, they would see the statistics that unemployment, crime and poverty would decrease once it's employment. But the, while there's no employment, poverty, unemployment and crime, we're always at high because people are going to do anything to make sure they're going to put bread on the tables to make a living. They're going to hurt other innocent individuals just to make a living for themselves, which is also unfair. I'm Bonita Manuel. I'm also now unemployed. I was working for City of Cape Town for about 10 years. And so they dismissed me unfairly because of my children. They, my baby was very much sick. And that they, the bosses, they neglected the, like the sick certificates and all that stuff. So I was appealing on my job, you see, and nothing come far, far from that. And so there's many people, single wives, single daddies, who struggle on their own for giving a loving to their children. And for nowadays, we must stand up to do this because 
it's all messed up around if you see it. And I will appreciate everything if I just can put my job back, not for me, but for the other people's sake also. Um, it was very hard. It was tough for me. And from, I must take from, um, I must go lend by other people, give me this, give me that, I must pay it back. But from now on, I buy like, um, I sell potatoes and onions to give my children food on the table for night and day. That is the thing I do now. I'm not doing it to get rich, it's just to provide food on the table for every day. So it's hard, it's tough life. But what can I do? I have to do it because I have two kids that needs to be fed. They need to go to school. They also need help. I need to go sit at the day hospital with them. I've got the one. He's got his asthmatic. So there's days where I have to sit at the day hospital. But I've sacrificed my time here where I could have medical aid for my child. For my safety, for my kids' health. But in other way, I don't get it. But there's people who get thousands and thousands rands of salary. Me, I'm just asking for a stable, permanent salary. That's all I want. Yeah, my struggle started uh, in 2005 when I started working castling for the city of Cape Town. And then I was working for Waysmart. They had a tender. And then a tender ended. And then we went to Kales River. We went to work for the city of Cape Town. But now, unlike us being permanent, uh, we didn't have any benefits for, for that matter and so we just cancelled on three months on, three months off and then it ended up being 13 years for that matter to tell you the truth no, and we work with dangerous goods, dangerous stuff people throw oils in the bins, we on waste removal we have found um, bodies, limbs of people and feces in the, in the bins but we have to do the work unlike who's gonna do it, you see I mean, for 100 rand a day, who can live with 100 rand a day? If I had to get hurt or injury on duty, who's going to pay for me for that time? I mean, we were doing the city's work, but we don't have a contract w w with a labor broker. You understand what I'm saying? But I can't ensure that I'm going to have a permanent uh, lifestyle with doing this work that I'm passionate with, you see. I'm now three, three years at home. I was um, working for city. And I was also striking on 2010, and I'm one of the people who was unfairly dismissed. But um, they are busy, some is busy with my pill case, and because my child was chronic, and they couldn't give me more days. And I'm now so here. I'm not working, but I'm here today to fight for my right, because I didn't know my rights that time. This episode is the first of a part of a trilogy, illustrating the present situation of working class people and their struggles for a better life. Stay tuned and look out for the next episodes. Voices of the Streets, bring you People's Struggles, a podcast published by the Alternative Information and Development Centre.